Mary King was sensible, or so she considered herself. Why, even she admitted she was plain to look at. She prided herself on her amiability, as well as her generosity of spirit. What did outward appearance matter in the face of such estimable qualities? Being neither handsome nor rich, the only other things in her favour were her youth and vitality both of which accounted for little in comparison to the popular Bennet girls of the local village of Longbourn. There were five of them in all. Anyone who cared to listen would remark on how their father, Mr. Thomas Bennet, decried them as some of the silliest girls in all of England. Though Mary found fault in his want of criticising his own family, she did not disagree with him, except when it came to his two eldest daughters, Miss Bennet and Miss Elizabeth. The former, renowned by many as the most beautiful of them all, the latter regarded as the brightest jewel of the country, they were indeed formidable competitors on the marriage mart, as the outcome of the Meryton Assembly the night before had attested. Mary's companion, Miss Anne Heston, sat across from her in the parlour. I would not say the evening was a complete waste of time. After all, with so many Bennets from whom to choose, Mr. Bingley did single you out for the third set. Mr. Charles Bingley, whose family hailed from the north, was the handsome gentleman who robbed Mary of her equanimity that particular morning. He had recently let Netherfield Park. He was also the happy recipient of nearly everyone's eager regard at the Meryton Assembly the evening prior. Not often did young men of four or five thousand a year come into the neighbourhood. Thus his arrival was truly something, a considerable matter for all the single ladies wishing to find husbands, including Mary. Mary nodded. True, but did you fail to discern how Mrs. Bennet glared at me the entire time? Was it not enough that Mr. Bingley danced twice with Miss Bennet? Mrs. Bennet behaved as though all of his dancers ought to have been reserved for her daughters. You must endeavour to regard her kindly, my dear. With five daughters out in society and nearly a one of them with any prospects, is there any wonder she tries so hard to marry them off to every eligible gentleman who enters the country? Why, she would be remiss in her duties to do otherwise. I dare not argue your point. But as my prospects are scarcely more favourable than the Bennet daughters, you will give me liberty to be less generous just this once. Miss Heston had been Mary's governess since the latter was a young girl of eight. She had been elevated in rank to Mary's companion when Mary had come out in society. Governess, companion, the title did not make a difference, for in truth she was more of a mother, at times an older sister, and always her dearest friend. Beholding Anne happily in love would be the answer to one of Mary's greatest prayers, save the blessed occasion when she would meet and fall in love with her own dashing gentleman. Mary's standards were rather exacting. The gentleman must be honest and decent, and he must respect her and treat her with kindness. A man who would treat her with the same regard as her own dear father surely would have treated her mother had he been allowed the chance. Mary's mother, having abandoned her when she was too young to remember, left Mary with the lonely task of concocting her own memories. What fanciful memories they were! 
a young woman free-spirited and strong-willed who had made the ultimate sacrifice in leaving her family, putting her king and her country before everything. In essentials, a Joan of Arc. However, some years ago, Mary learned of her estranged mother's tragic death at the hands of her lover, putting an end to illusions of what had never been and shedding light on the true reason for her defection. I am determined my mother's mistakes shall never be my own. I shall be a devoted wife and mother. How does one help fretting over one's own dire prospects when Jane Bennett, whom everyone says is the greatest beauty in Hertfordshire, at almost three and twenty, is nearly knocking on spinster's door? With everything in her favour, if she is unable to secure a husband, what are my chances?'